What's going on everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Convos with Cole, where we take a deep dive into my personal experiences as well as those around me and explore the world for what it really has to offer. So let's get right into it. Welcome back to another episode of Convos with Cole. Today, it's a very special topic, a very important topic. It's all about faith. And I have a special guest in the building, Miss Katie Catherine Cat. I think that's about all the Katie's they have. Kathy, Katrina, Katarina. Yeah. How are you, Katie? I'm doing wonderful. Just trying to make it through the semester. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, you know, Katie, I I um I wanted you to hop on this podcast just because uh you are a person deep within their faith. Mm-hmm. Enjoys their faith, practices their faith continuously. Yep. Uh and I think that, you know, a lot of us young adults, teens, even older adults, um, have trouble tapping in with into our faith and and once we do, maintaining our faith. Uh, so, so I just have, you know, just to start off the podcast, what made you or what attracted you to your faith or, or to, I don't even want to say like, can't assume anything, but what attracted you to your belief system? What made you get into it? Well, um, that kind of goes back to my childhood, you know, growing up. Um, my family went to church every Sunday. We had Sunday school, um, went to church events, and that was all fine and dandy. And I learned a lot about, um, you know, God, but I didn't really know who God was yet. Um, and the importance of Christianity and being deep in your faith is having a personal relationship with God. And that's something you really have to dig deep and figure out how to do. How does that even work? You know, we we can't see God. How do you have a relationship with this thing that I have to, you know, just assume exists because people tell me he does. So then going into high school, you know, I got in a relationship with Um, somebody who wasn't a Christian, and I wasn't super strong in my faith at the time. And that relationship ended up really pushing me away from my faith. And not anything that, it wasn't anything that he did, you know, he was a great guy, but that turned into a four-year relationship. And by the end of it, I was living the way the rest of the world does. Um, You know, partying, everything else that goes along with that. You're a senior in high school, right? Yeah. Yeah, so you're doing the typical senior things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty much anything and everything. Um, And honestly, it it left me pretty empty inside, you know? I dealt with depression, and I just wasn't super happy. So I got to college, and I had a little space from my boyfriend at the time, and I started thinking, you know, I don't even know who God is anymore, and I really want to get back to that faith that I learned about as a child, so what is holding me back? And it was that relationship, and Mm. it had been almost four years at the time, so 
Um, I explored other ministries around campus. I found CSF. Shout out CSF. Um, (laughs) But I I remember praying in my dorm one night before um, the weekly service. And I was like, God, I don't really know what to do. I I don't know if you're there, but this is something I really want to invest in. And I want to get back to um, my faith and learning about you. So went to service. And I I don't know how to explain it other than God spoke directly to me, like through the pastor. Everything I prayed about in my dorm before that service was addressed through the pastor. It was loud and clear. I'm like, oh, these are all the questions I had, all the questions I asked in prayer, and boom, 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 one after the other. I felt like the sermon was directed to me. And so I, I prayed about it, talked it over with a friend afterwards, and it, it turns out I was already planning on going home that weekend. Um, I see my boyfriend, so um, I ended up breaking up with him, and it was a friendly breakup, as as friendly as it could be. Right. Um, he, he even said, "You know, I'm I'm proud of you," which is something I did not expect to hear. I expected anger. Um, well, I mean, if you want to really look at it, a relationship is two ways, you know. If yeah. if, if you're not happy personally, mm-hmm. I don't really think that you could provide, you know, what you need to provide in a relationship in terms of support and just being there generally. Absolutely. You know, it comes it, it, the work has to start from within. Mm-hmm. You said yourself you were extremely unhappy. One should have to find themselves before they go searching for others. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was worried he would be frustrated because, you know, he didn't do anything wrong. He was a great yeah. guy. It was a good relationship. But but if he was a great guy, he would understand. And he did. He did. So, so he still is. Right. To this day. Absolutely. I hope so. Yes. Okay. Um, And so from then, like, I really saw a different side of the Lord and was able to grow into a relationship with God. Um, Obviously, nothing, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows after that, but it is better and it's a richer way of living life. Um, And that's had its fair share of challenges, you know, being a biology major, somebody in the sciences and... um, Well, slow down. Yeah. Slow down for a second. Yeah, yeah. I mean that that's a that's a good that's a good uh leeway. There's so much to unpack. Yeah, no yeah. no no. It really there really is, but would you say that your relationship was a kit start or a catalyst to reconnecting, you know, with God, with your faith? Uh and, you know, if it is, was it a do you believe that you needed it? Were were you happy that that happened? Uh, yes. Yeah. So, yes and no. I don't think that specific situation was necessary for me to come to faith. Like, God finds a way. The relationship? Yeah. Yeah. So, God finds a way. And if you make the choice, because, you know, God does leave it up to us. We all have to make a choice. He's not forceful. Um. But I certainly don't regret it, and I I certainly think, you know, things happen for a reason, and that relationship taught me a lot. 
and it really did contribute to me rediscovering my faith. So, so yeah, no, I don't think it was necessarily like if I hadn't been in that relationship, obviously things would be very different and my story would be very different, but you would have like eventually gone back. I would hope so. Yeah. 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 But yeah, it's hard to predict what could have happened, what might have happened, but I I don't regret it. I learned a lot and it, it made me who I am. What's your relationship like now as a what, 21-year-old versus you said that you basically, it's safe to say you grew up around the church? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, I personally, I did as well. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I really don't, not to say that I don't agree with it, but I at the time, I never saw the purpose. Yeah. As a four, eight-year-old, all, all like, ten-year-old, I was always going to, to service. I'm sure we're, we're different. Uh, I grew up Roman Catholic. Yeah, I was not Roman yeah. Catholic. We were non-denominational Christian. Yeah. yeah, and we can talk about that, too, because <laughs> I was sort of, like, leaned away from it. But I grew up, you know, and at the cathedral, going to my uh, youth service classes, going to mass, then going to a club after mass. Uh, so church to me was uh, basically an all-Sunday thing, go on Wednesdays and uh, sometimes on some Fridays. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, it, it almost looked as if it was um, a burden, mm-hmm. something that would take up my time uh, as a young kid. I wanted to be playing basketball, hanging out with friends instead of going to church with my sister and family, as bad as that seems. But I, as a 21-year-old myself, have tried to lean back into it because I've, I found myself in a similar rut. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say that I was depressed, but I could definitely tell my uh, dynamic was off, and I wondered why. And I literally just set myself down, and I was just thinking about what it is that I used to do that I don't do anymore, and that was going to church. Mm-hmm. Uh, me, personally, I didn't really like the Roman Catholic Church. Um, I wanted, like what you said, that one-on-one connection. I didn't really think I was getting that through the Catholic Church. It was nothing but someone telling me what, I guess, like God wanted me, wanted me to know, but the message was only to, mm-hmm. the, to the priest, which and, I, I couldn't get that. And that is what I've heard time and time yeah. again from my Catholic friends. You know, it, I don't have a lot of experience with the Catholic, Catholic Church. I've been to yeah. Mass a few times. Mm-hmm. But to me, from my perspective, it seems very legalistic. Like, focus on the rules and the traditions. Yeah. And if you and break then, them, you're out. Yeah, you're yeah. screwed. Yeah. Um, which is, quite frankly, not the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, it really is all about personal relationship. The Bible says everyone will get at the end of their life to a place and they'll meet God face to face and he'll say either well done my good and faithful servant or flee from me I never knew you so you have so many churchgoers that go to church every Sunday maybe they're in a small group but if that is the only time they're engaged with God or even just passively listening Mm -hmm. taking things in 
God's going to say, I never knew you. We didn't have a relationship. You don't know me. And that, I think, is the crux of the passivity of the American church today. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I used to think church, church to me was the building itself. <laughs> not the people within it, not the activities I did within it. Church was a location. I don't want to be cliche, but church should really be a lifestyle. It could possibly be an idea, a practice, daily practice. Um, I've tried to experience or experiment actually with other churches, and I've honestly found the non-denominational to be uh, rewarding, mm -hmm. uh, not. Not only because it's more transparent, I think, uh, but I think there's more um, opportunity for one-on-one -on -one connection. And I think it's uh, the opportunity is there, but it's also encouraged. Mm -hmm. That's something I've I've never, ever had the chance to do in growing up in the Catholic Church. Yeah, I think community is another really important thing, and the churches I've been to. Um, you have the opportunity to join a small group, go to different events, meet people. Community is super important because we were designed to need people. Independence is only so great for a certain amount of time. We were designed to need people um, and to live in community. We weren't meant to do it alone. It's too hard. We can't do it by ourselves and, you know, fix right. ourselves through self-improvement or whatever. So, um, community is really important too and and i do think church is super important it's not perfect it's led by people but it's it's a really important resource and a, yeah. a part of faith for sure yeah so now that we know like a little bit about you know your belief system what it is what church means to you i always find it interesting to see how people apply church to their lives Certainly, like being a young person, how do you feel about church ideologies and their translation into the modern world? That's an open-ended question. You can take that however you want. So there's there's a lot we could talk about within that. Something yeah. something that I've uh been talking about with the uh, women in my small group we meet once a week is culture today in America versus scripture mm. and something i've struggled with is we are sent so many different messages from culture um a lot of them sometimes as women uh, as, as women people or okay. or women i was just trying to get a gauge yeah maybe some yeah. of both um one of the most prevalent messages i have been hearing the last few years is it's all about me uh do everything for yourself you don't have to do anything you don't want to do somebody is not reciprocating energy cut them out you don't need them whatever you're better off on your own i totally disagree with that and i i think the notion that the notion of selfishness that's becoming super prevalent can be really damaging to relationships. I think, well, what do you mean? Because yeah. I don't think people want to go out of their way and intend to, like, be selfish. So, so there's different... 
degrees to that. Um, Self care is super important. Yeah. What if it's like they just want you to take care of themselves? Yeah, no, that's super. Learn important. how to say no when you need to say no. Absolutely. Um, but I think there are people who take it to the extreme, and I, I've just seen various messages out there like that, and. We really got to love our people really well, our friends and our family, and and invest in them because, I mean, we all need each other, and life's no fun to do it alone, yeah. so, and you never know what people are going through either, um, and I bring that up just to discuss how the messages of culture can muddle the messages from scripture and the messages about the Christian faith. And we see some of that in the American church. Um, there, there's a lot of issues within the church um, that we don't need to go into right now, but it's worth recognizing. It, it is worth acknowledging. Um, the Christian faith is not perfect and it gets a lot of backlash. And honestly, for good reason, mm-hmm. hypocrisy is crazy and it it makes a lot of people hate christians and um i I honestly think everybody's a hypocrite Mm -hmm. but that can be taken to the extreme sometimes but it's really important to study scripture there's a lot of commentary apps out there that i use to help me understand it but you really have to get to the crux of what god is saying through scripture and apply that to your life. You can't interpret it as you want, you know? There's room for interpretation. Like, how does this passage apply to my life? But a lot of times, more recently, we've been letting culture change what Scripture says. You know, there are a lot of tough topics out there. Like, um, the first one that comes to mind, the most obvious one is like homosexuality. Right. I think the church has one not done a very good job of handling that, even talking about it. Um, you know, sexual immorality. The church just forgot that conversation. They just focus on no, don't do it. They don't tell you why. They just say don't do it. If you do it, you're bad. There are so many beautiful reasons for the way that God has designed us and designed are designed us relationally that make total sense and if if the church taught things that way it would make sense to everybody um i'm gonna play the devil's advocate here go ahead you have a lot of people that think your way mm-hmm. they may agree with you yeah and there's just as many people who don't yeah there are and they like the traditional pathway or the traditional teachings um, of the way the last couple thousand years have been. Um, what do you say to those people who like are a little bit reluctant to like steer away from the tradition? I would say test everything against what Scripture says. That's, I don't think that's realistic, though. You don't think it is? No, because people are. I think people are so stuck in their. Like everyone's just so one track minded on themselves. Mm-hmm. And if it's not with themselves, it's with sixty other people who believe everything they believe. Mm-hmm. So to say that 
I mean, from what I'm getting, like you want people to step out of their comfort zone, go outside their boundary. I don't think challenge your way of thinking. Yeah, I don't think people are willing to do that though. But if they don't, that's on them. You know, I can't control. Well, people. you can't kick them out of the church though, either, right? What do you mean? Like, if if you think that you, there should be a a different approach to certain topics, certain practices. I don't know if, if you're going to actually get that with people who are, I guess, naysayers. I mean, if, if people don't want to listen, they won't. But um, we are called to call each other higher. If you see somebody who's um, going against what Scripture says, you know, you don't you don't have to act out of hate, but out of love. and say, hey, look, this is what I'm seeing, but this is what scripture says. Um, what do you have to say about that? And just get their get their perspective on it. You know, it it's really hard to want to control people. I always want to control people, but you yeah, just we have, all do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you know, our job as Christians and community is to love others. We can't fix people, but you know, we're empowered to make ourselves heard. Um make the gospel heard and that takes up a lot of work you know it's it's not easy you really have to dig deep and and figure out what what's true and what's not but we good thing we have an instruction manual that's the bible <laughs> right um yeah yeah so let's switch gears a little bit mm. you mentioned earlier biology major <laughs> stem stem woman power to the stem females out there in the stem. field you want to give a little shout out? Like, shout oh, that's out all you're going to do? Okay, okay. Um, I think the elephant in the room is is you're so deep in your faith. But I feel like science, if not sometimes, all the time, combats everything mm-hmm. in religion. In, the, in, the, in just the realm of, yeah. of spiritual beliefs and, and teachings. Yeah. I'll start off with the note that I don't have all the answers. I'm still trying to figure it out. But over the last year, mm-hmm. um, I've taken classes like evolution and um, philosophy that have really challenged um, the way I view my faith. And the thing is, you know, there are a lot of really great arguments, great points. And at first glance, it's kind of like, Oh crap, like they're right, I'm screwed. There's maybe they are right, you know? Who's there? Um on both sides, possibly. Yeah, maybe yeah. on both sides possibly, but in from my mm-hmm. standpoint it was atheists. Mm. And I remember well, Do you think that you can be both? You said atheist, an atheist but atheist and no, no, no. religious person. Well, I'm just saying, do you think that like well, obviously, you yourself, I, I can't speak for you. But for me, I, I don't want to, like, go back on, on the way I was, I was brought up and, like, what I believe in. However, there's some things that I believe in in, in science and biology. There's also some things I believe in in religion and, and spirituality. So I think a lot of Christians are raised in the church, and they're taught this is the ultimate reason. and Nothing can change that because it, it's always right. It always has authority. There's some truth to that, but you can't 
discount science. Science and uh, Christianity can and do coexist. There are. Wait, what did you say? Sorry, repeat that again. <laughs> just just I don't. Th- I don't think I heard and that. And religion correctly. can and do coexist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. And where where do you even start on that? I re- I remember my evolution professor. Shout out Dr. Catherine Lennon. Um, <laughs> she started out the first day of class with with that notion, um, and she says, you know, there are answers out there, and there's so many people who believe that they can and do coexist. Um, what I going back to, you know, I was talking about how. I'll hear somebody make a point and then immediately you're like, oh crap. If you actually dig deeper, look up resources, look up different perspectives on things, there are satisfactory answers yeah. to most of those questions. And maybe they're not definitive answers, but we don't have all the answers for everything. That is unfortunately something we have to be okay with to an extent. Yeah. Um, faith does have to come into play at some point. Um, I mean, you look at the Bible, the Bible never tries to prove the existence of God. It doesn't have to, but the point of Christianity is the point of following God is not to satisfy our curiosity. Hmm. You know, it's not always learning more and having all the answers. It's, you know, it's not becoming smarter. It's knowing who God is. It's obedience to the Lord. It's seeking the Lord. Um, and that takes effort. You know, you got to seek the Lord and, and learn about him. And, and that's hard to unpack all right now. There's, there's a lot more to that, but you know, there, there's a lot more out there than, than we often see at first glance. And sometimes it takes a lot of deeper digging, but, you know, taking evolution and taking philosophy specifically have actually strengthened my faith. I don't know if you've taken a philosophy class, but there's no answers in that class. You you investigate questions. You expect to find answers, but no, you just have more questions. There's a million different answers, (laughs) but that's important to know. There are a lot of answers for everything. And a lot of people are going to have their own opinions, but that doesn't, that doesn't always hold up. That only goes so far. So where can we find truth? You can't put your faith in people. We're imperfect. You can't put your faith in philosophy. You know, it, it's not definitive. It's people again. Um, so, so really, you, you got to look at your life and say, where am I seeking truth? Where am I? What am I finding? And does it actually hold up? Is it consistent with the world? Is it consistent with in all circumstances, you know? Um, And the rock solid foundation I found is obviously God. So, yeah. Well, there's, yeah, there's a lot to unpack, but there's a lot to unpack. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's always worth having the conversation because Mm -hmm. I feel like if I were to go out on the street today, and approach someone and ask them the same thing, the same questions, it would be a little bit of, uh, there'd be a little bit of tension. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could even say some anger with some people. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, people like yourself are extremely close to their faith, and when they feel like someone is trying to contradict or 
or invalidate their faith, something they've put so much effort, time, and and passion into. It's it's sort of like taking away someone's someone's heart, mm-hmm. their home. Uh, but uh, I always want to like step out of my comfort zone and and yeah. go see how other people are thinking and what other people believe in, and uh, you know just to see are other people going through the same things as mm-hmm. myself. Which it, it, you know, our conversation today, it looks like it's somewhat similar. Yeah. I'm nowhere near you when it comes to like, uh, I'd say my issue was like being consistent. I'm not, I'm not. I struggle with that all the time. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) And we're all trying to figure it out, you know? Yeah. And, but there's, there's sometimes that I don't know how to explain it, but you know, I've just been drawn back into, I don't, I don't want to just say God. But it might just be like some days I'll just wake up and then have this uh, yearn to go to church, just to go listen. Why do you think it isn't God? Wait, I, I think it is, it but I think there's God. other there's other factors okay. into it. It, it yeah, there, he's probably telling me like to go, but uh, one thing I've learned ever since I've been in college is like like when I've experienced like a lot of stress or uh, loneliness, I used to like turn to other things. Now Mm -hmm. I sort of Mm -hmm. see myself turning to a message, a powerful message. Yeah. And, and the truth is everything that's supposed to fulfill us in the world, it just straight up doesn't, you know, it doesn't. And, a lot of people live the lie that it does, and they're like, okay, this must be as good as it gets. But, folks, it gets better. Yeah. <laughs> There's more out there. There's deeper life and a more fulfilling life. So, yeah, the the beauty of the gospel is that we don't have to get it all together. You know, God mm-hmm. meets us where we are. We don't have to clean ourselves up in order for God to like us, approve of us. You know, if, if you, Cole Riley, were the last person left on earth, Jesus would still be crucified for you individually. Mm. Um, and it makes me feel warm inside. While you are, you know, while the Bible says in Romans, you know, while we were still sinners living in, in sin, Jesus died for us. And that's, that's the greatest act of love, you know, laying down your life for another. Definitely. So, well, Katie, mm. one last question for you. Mm-hmm. What do you say to the person who wants to get back into their faith? They may be a little dis- discouraged, scared, um, you know, afraid of, of the unknown. What are some ways that, that you uh, eased yourself back in? Baby steps. You don't have to figure it all out at once. It can seem super overwhelming, but just take that first step. Go to church. Reach out to somebody, a friend, you know, who is in the faith, who could, who you could go sit with at church. Uh, maybe it's somebody you don't even know, but you follow on Instagram, you know, they go to church. Reach out to them. I'm sure they'd be more than willing to just, um, you know, take you to church, sit with them, no pressure, you know. So, uh, yeah, I would say baby step. If y'all know me, reach out to me. I'll take you to church. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no pressure, but. 
I really would encourage you to explore it and, and to really just take a step back and look at your life and realize, what am I putting my identity in? What am I putting my happiness in? And what's the reason we're all here? Yeah. Wow. Very insightful. Very powerful. Thank you, Katie. Thank you for having me, Cole. All right. Deuces. Well, and there you have it. Another episode of Convos with Cole. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please, you know, don't hesitate to share with your friends, like the podcast, promote it all you can. Because this is a podcast where we take a deep dive into my life and those around me, sharing experiences, cultivating a more competent society. Thank you. Tune back in next week for another episode.